This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. This is Rob Carbone coming at you with another episode of BD4. Um, Episode 118 of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Hope everybody's having a good night. You know, I hope we're we're having a good morning, actually, as you're listening to this. It's May 12th on a Tuesday. Um, Yeah, I hope everybody's doing well. You know, it's, you know, same old shit, really don't have to waste too much time talking about, you know, all that's going on because there hasn't been anything going on. You know, the, the NBA is still at a standstill. The MLB still hasn't come to a final decision, although that's expected to be soon. And, you know, other sports are, you know, pretty much in the same, um, in the same boat. So hope everybody's fine, you know, stay healthy, all that shit that really doesn't need to be said anymore. We're, 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 <laughs> we pretty much understand what's going on. So I don't want to waste too much time. I want to get through this episode tonight, 118. Um, and then, yeah, that'll be that. And we'll continue this little, uh, you know, this little run through we're doing here, um, going over a bunch of the prospects on this, um, on this draft board. So we're starting with the later, you know, late first, uh, second round picks, and then we'll eventually head our way down and review the uh, lottery guys, you know, so we're still on, you know, we're still on the the beginning stages of this though. We've got plenty of more guys to review. Um, I'd like to think, um, you know, in this, uh, these sleeper guys, you know, the, the late first, second round guys. So tonight, uh, this time around, we're doing Jalen Smith, who is, you know, an intriguing prospect to some. You know, I, I actually didn't hear of this kid until quarantine when I, when I was, you know, looking up a bunch of film and reading up on scouting reports. That's kind of really, you know, where I found this kid. Um, and I've been watching a ton of film on him since. And, you know, tonight's the episode where we're going to dive into him and break him down a little bit. So Jalen Smith, um, a 6'10 forward, 225 pounds, um, just turned 20 years old out of Maryland, uh, two-time Gatorade Player of the Year, made McDonald's All-American team. So he's had some, you know, standout performances down with the Terps. Um, so that's who we're going to touch on tonight. And we're going we're gonna to get right into it, guys. We're just going to take a quick little break first. But, yeah, we're going to get right into it right after this break. All right.
Hey fellas, really quick, I just want to remind you, in order to subscribe to BD4, to subscribe to my blog, and to follow me on social media, all you have to do is go to my website. That's it. Just go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect. Once again, that is nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect. Once there, guys, that will display all of my information. Where to subscribe to the podcast, how to subscribe to my blog, and where to follow me on social media. Guys, thank you so much, and let's get back to the show. Pretty much uh, straightforward in terms of, um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but I'm <laughs> not. Um, uh, Jalen Smith, 6'10", 7 foot wingspan, 225 power forward, um, had a great sophomore season. He improved from uh, from freshman year to sophomore year. Um, in his sophomore season at Maryland, he averaged 16 points, 11 rebounds, one assist. Um, Across 54% from the field, 37% from three, and 75% from the free throw stripe. So, very efficient numbers. Um, and defensively, he averaged 2.4 blocks um, to go with 0.7 steals. So, a good, you know, I consider him an athletic floor spacing rim protector, right? A modern day big, um, you know, a small ball center. Um, somebody who I think can have an impact on the on an NBA team as a rotation regular, maybe an occasional spot starter, right? He'll find his niche somewhere, um, you know, between, you know, high-end rotation guy to a, to a low-end starter. Um, he'll fit the Knicks much better than, than somebody like Randall or Portis will, I'll tell you that. You know, he, he'll bring shooting from that position, which they don't have. He'll bring some spacing because of that shooting. He'll bring defense. Um, at that four spot, which the Knicks don't have there. <clears throat> you don't get that from Randall, and you don't get that from Portis. Um, you don't get the athleticism from that spot really either. You don't have those agile, acrobatic, you know, quick, um, you know, finesse bigs that you you, you get with uh, Jalen Smith. You don't have that in Randall. You ain't getting that shit in Portis or Gibson, for that matter, either. Um, and yeah, this guy, you know, unlike really those two, he's got a high motor. So he'll play both ends of the floor with 110% intensity. So that's, that's what you got to love first and foremost from this kid. <clears throat> he's got a high motor and we're going to talk about that as a strength to his game later on. But that's pretty much, you know, what I think about his, his potential outlook in the NBA. Um, I think in terms of the draft, <clears throat> he's somebody who I expect to go late first, you know, so probably not late first, but I don't think he's going to be that late in the first. I'm thinking he's going to be somewhere in the early 20s. So probably not going to land 27th, which is where the Knicks are, you know, projected to draft with that second uh, first round pick. So they would likely have to trade up, you know, because I don't think he's going to be there. But, you know, we're still going to go over this kid just for the hell of it, just to do our due diligence here. Right. Um. So, yeah, number one thing. High motor, he uses that on both ends, defensively and then offensively as well, of course. He's a good scorer. In particular, it's his shooting. You know, he could potentially be a good stretch four, um, you know, small ball stretch five here. 
in there. Um, you know, he can shoot the ball in a variety of ways off the catch to keep the defense guessing. So he's a good catch and shoot guy, good spot up shooter as a big, but it's just not stand still spot up every time he can shoot and pick and pop. And he's a good, you know, off ball, you know, shooting on the run type of player, a good movement shooter for a big, um, dribble handoffs, screens, uh, pin downs, curls. He can shoot off a variety of actions in a, you know, you know, in a ton of ways. Um, and you know, even if the efficiency numbers, when it comes to Jalen Smith's shooting, even if they don't impress you too much, I, you know, I still think there's room to believe there's an upside here for him as a stretch. Um, there's good form. He's got very good mechanics on his jump shot. I like it. It's a quick release. It looks pretty fundamental, uh, at least for a big. So I think there's reason to believe he could at least become, you know, a decent shooter for a big man. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's the number one thing you notice about his offense is his ability to space the floor and to stretch it, you know, to shoot it from downtown. So good shooter, but and also, you know, very good in transition. He's great at running the floor, right? Um, actually, this past season, he was 99th percentile. He was ranked in the 99th percentile when it came to points per possession in transition. Um, you know, he hits a lot of threes in transition as a trailer. <clears throat> I just had a voice crack. Um, he's hit, a lot of his three-point shots, though, come as a trailer in transition. Uh, you know, spots up, pulls up in transition as a as a, as a guy who's following up the ball handler. Um, <clears throat> but he's also good in the half court. You know, 93rd percentile in terms of his points per possession in the half court. So he's a guy who can slow it down or play at the pace, you know, that that the NBA is most known for at that full court game. Um, he's got a good face up game. He also generates a ton of his offense from the free throw line. So a fair amount of his attempts are going to come from the line. I know in college, um, when you stretch it out to his per 40 minute statistics, he got to the line six free throw attempts per 40. So that's a very solid number. I know he's crafty down there. He likes to use that shop big <clears throat> to get to draw fouls and get to the line. Uh, so he's a finesse big, a fluid athlete, not top tier like Mitchell Robinson or something like that, but a solid athlete still, ha you know, has that smooth leap, you know, pretty, you know, pretty quick, you know, lots of speed, lots of burst. Um, can be heavy footed at times, but. I like to think that for the most part, Jalen Smith is somebody who's going to bring the Knicks some athleticism at that four spot. And shit, Lord knows we need that. <laughs> um, and then some other things about his offensive game. A lot of his uh, rebounding statistics come from, you know, those putbacks. He's very good at, at putting the ball back off the offensive glass. Um, 94th percentile this past season when it came to offensive putbacks. Again, he use, utilizes that ball fake effectively to score and kind of get his defenders off balance. Um, and he's got solid handles for a big, you know, somebody who's <clears throat> pretty versatile when it comes to righty-lefty. <clears throat> Something's wrong with my throat tonight, but <clears throat> solid handles. <clears throat> Jesus, fuck. Um, he's a righty, but he's pretty good with his left hand when it comes to dribbling and, and even scoring. Um, I wouldn't consider him ambidextrous, but... I wouldn't consider his left a weakness either. He's somebody who has the ability to use both hands when it comes to handling the ball and, you know, dribbling and even scoring a little bit. <clears throat> um, good in pick and roll, you know, as an, you know, I think there's upside. He's got some inconsistencies when he's running the PNR, but there is an upside to believe he'll, he'll be a good screener and that he'll be a good roller in pick and roll someday. Um, why did this video just automatically stop? I don't know. If you're watching the video format of the podcast, guys, we're having some technical issues, but I'm trying to fix it right here.
Um, hold on one sec. I apologize if you're watching the video, the video cast up on YouTube. The video doesn't seem to be working right now, but we're going to work on getting this fixed. Uh, see what we can do. Hold up. All right. We should be good. All right. Sorry about that. We're good now. Okay. Oh, no, we're not. What the fuck? All right. Whatever. We're, we're going to... We're going to try to figure this out, but I don't know why the video keeps freezing. But, um, uh, we'll go on. We'll fix it. It's really going to frustrate me, though. All right. I think we're finally good. Sorry about that. <laughs> Took me, I really had to pause the, uh, the podcast for about 10 minutes, real time, to uh, figure that out. But we're back. Um, I think we were talking about his, um, Jalen Smith's ability to run pick and roll. I think there's upside there as a screener and as a roller. Um, Eventually, I think he could be somebody who is a very good lob specialist, um, you know, to throw down the lob. But those are pretty much his offensive, you know, strengths. <clears throat> Again, to go over them really quick, he's a good shooter. Um, that's pretty much what he's going to bring you offensively as a primary. He's going to stretch the floor and <clears throat> bring you some offense um, at the three-point line, but also a little bit of basing up, too. Um, and then, you know, again, an occasional... Not an occasional, and uh, an upside to be a very strong lob threat. Um, defensively, now he's known for his rim protecting. This is somebody who, with his length, his seven foot wingspan. You know, he's going to be somebody who's going to block a lot of shots, and he has already in college. Two point four blocks per forty over two seasons in uh, in Maryland, and this past season averaged three blocks per forty minutes. So you know he blocks with either hand. He can alter shots. Very uh, very versatile when it comes to altering. I mean, when it comes to protecting the rim, um, it's got soft hands around that rim. So he'll be able to get rebounds pretty effectively defensively as well. Just good overall uh, instincts on the interior. Somebody who knows what he's doing. Um, good side to side lateral movement defensively as well. So if he has to step up on the perimeter, he can he can, you know, slide left to right, right to left pretty um, smoothly as well. And then, you know, I think which is. Really, one of the really good things about his defensive game is that he's very disciplined. He's somebody who's improved his discipline tremendously from his freshman to sophomore season. And even overall, um, in Maryland, he averaged three personal fouls per 40 minutes in college. So pretty disciplined as a defender, very impeccable timing, impeccable timing, you know, reading when, when the ball is going to bounce off the glass and knowing when to go up and block that shot. Um, that's part of, that's probably his best, you know, attribute defensively is that timing and that discipline. Um, and last but not least, we talked about this guy's got a high motor. He fucking hustles. He attacks the, the offensive glass, especially very fiercely. He is somebody who's not going to get out hustled. He wants to beat you and he's going to let you be, let you know that. So those are some things I really like about Jalen Smith's game. Again, I really think he could fit into the Knicks system if he, um, you know, if they play him, you know, to, to stretch out the floor a little bit more off the bench, um, he would bring so much better, again, some some very good spacing and such better um, just offensive fluidity if he was to be thrown out there, as you know, more often as opposed to somebody like fucking Portis and another stopgap like Gibson and, and et cetera. I think somebody like Jalen Smith, just an absolutely, you know, he would make a great draft pick somebody who I would not hate taking again that that would be if he fell to the Knicks but I don't think he's going to fall that far this would be something the Knicks would have to trade up for but you know it's all depending on what they do with their picks because remember we talked we've um 
last couple of nights we've heard that they actually wanted to trade up with their first pick, right, and go after LaMelo Ball if they don't land him in the lottery. So we'll see what happens with that. But those are uh, Jalen Smith's strengths. Um, now, some of his flaws, of course, it's the, the lack of strength, right? He very thin, a very thin frame. Um, that's something that's going to hurt him defensively, offensively, down the post. He's not a great post player. Gets moved out of post position a lot um, because of his, you know, weaker um, upper and lower body. Uh, struggles as a finisher sometimes when he's not, you know, a lot of times when he finishes um, successfully, it's because of that ball fake we talked about. But, you know, you take that ball fake away, sometimes he has issues finishing in traffic because of his lack of size. Um you know, mass. So that's an issue there. Defensive footwork on closeouts, especially, is very poor. You know, a lot of times he'll try to strictly defend the shot often on his closeouts and leaving him very vulnerable to the dribble drive, right? If he's strictly just trying to defend the shot, you know, he can get just blown by if he's if he's not paying attention to the multiple, uh, you know, directions the uh, ball handler can go in. Um, his pick and roll defense right now, at least, is pretty poor. Uh, a lot of times he'll leave space in the mid-range area. You know, a lot of space, sometimes too much space when he's guarding pick and roll. Even when the pick, uh, the point of attack defender is not back in the play, he'll leave too much space. Um, you know, he's going to have to be somebody who plays the drop coverage a lot. That's where he succeeds in pick and roll is that drop coverage. So it's going to be difficult to see how the Knicks balance that out. Of course, if they were to draft somebody like Smith, um, you know, because I know they use Mitchell Robinson and drop a lot. They drop him a ton in pick and roll. And so it's going to be interesting. Again, you know, new coach, new system, that, that could change things. So we'll see what happens in that area. Um, and then last couple of things here um, as weaknesses. <clears throat> He's not a great passer, not a playmaker. <clears throat> My throat, man, I'm telling you. Um, Jalen Smith's not a good passer. Poor decision-making uh, will force a lot of shots because he doesn't want to pass it at times and you know, vice versa. Um, not great at reading the defenses when he's passing. Not a great decision maker. Not a great outlet passer. Um, overall, just you know, the feel isn't there as a passer. Is you know, in that he makes a lot of inaccurate passes, and and I think there's just a low ceiling there as a playmaker. <clears throat> wow. Um, and last but not least, he's likely to be a project, guys. Listen again. I mentioned he just turned 20 in March, I think. Uh, so he's going to be a project. I think he's not going to be somebody who succeeds. Um, you know, tremendously right away. I mean, there's plenty of room for improvement in this kid's game, you know, in several areas. Um, so he's going to be somebody who takes time. You know, he's not going to be someone who comes in first season, second season, effective like like Robinson was and is. And, you know, I think he's going to take a little bit of time. So it, it, that sucks because the Knicks have a lot of guys like that. You know, they've got Knox, they've got Frank, they've got uh, fucking DSJ at the moment. You know, they've got... <laughs> R.J. Barrett, you know, I, I would consider him a project. They've got quite a amount of projects on this team, and you can even throw Mitch in there. Um, but, it, you know, I think, you know, I'm not calling Jalen Smith Mitchell Robinson. I think he's going to be somebody who's going to have to work a little bit harder. So, again, this is somebody who I think could be very effective, somebody who I think has the ability to do some pretty impressive shit here with the Knicks. So I've heard some comparisons now about this kid's game. You know, people have called him uh, a Miles Turner type of player. I see that. 
I definitely see that. Um, I like the comparison. Miles Turner is somebody, I think, per 36 minutes over the course of his career, averages 16 points, nine rebounds, and I want to say three blocks. So I don't think those numbers are too far out of the, um, you know, are too unrealistic to expect from someone like uh, Jalen Smith. I think maybe 10 to 12 points off the bench, you know, nine rebounds, give or take, and two or three blocks a night, eventually down the line, if he does end up peaking. I think that's pretty realistic to think about. Um, Jalen Smith, again, 6'10", 225 power forward, potential stretch big. Um, I think he's going to be a good rim protector and just overall a solid player that the Knicks should keep an eye on. So that's pretty much my thoughts on Smith, guys. Hopefully you, you guys enjoyed this. Um, yeah, that's that's it. Guys, thank you so much for stopping by. I really don't have anything else to talk about in this episode of BD4. So thanks for coming by. I appreciate everybody who stopped by. Um, you know, yeah, if you haven't followed, be sure to do so. You know where to go. NYSportsTalkRC.wordpress.com forward slash connect. Guys, thank you so much for stopping by. Once again, Rob Carbone, episode 118 of BD4, where there's no better way to get your name. I'll see you next time. Ciao.